Hello, hi, and welcome to Small Screen Stories. I hope you guys are doing well. And yes, today we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to be talking about uh, Jupiter's legacy. We're going to be talking about Michael Keaton's new Batsuit reveal in The Flash. We're going to be talking about so much stuff, possibly some James Bond stuff as well. And I hope you guys are all doing very, very well. We're going to be joined by Clint later on. We've got James behind the scenes doing everything. We've got the Shazam suit as well. That we're going to be talking about so much news happen this week. So I hope you guys are doing well. Let's go straight into the comments and say hi to everybody. So we have got uh, Kevin Feige as usual. Of course, it's the real Kevin Feige saying, hmm, hmm, things that make you go, hmm. Uh, and then um, Sean Harrigan. I love saying it that way, Sean. Uh, he says, looking for <laughs> looking forward to some small screen and maybe some crazed Robocop clips. And there you go. That's especially for you, Sean. I hope you're doing well. And Roberta's here as well. Roberta is in the chat saying hi, everybody. Uh, and then Clint. Clint is, uh, Clint is also there. He says, I second that. Edward is 007. What's this? What's going on? What's all this? What's all this? Uh, who else is in the in the chat? Uh, Jedi Master EJ says, finally, we get to see a live show. What's up, everyone? Yes, we're only doing these once a week now uh, for our own sanity and hopefully for yours as well. Doing it every night is probably quite a lot. Uh, who else do we have in the, in the chat? Uh, so, uh, Sean says, hey, Clinton James. Yes, everyone say hi to Clinton James uh, because they deserve your love and appreciation. So that <laughs> is that true? That's it is true. It is true, Elon. How are you doing, Elon? Who else do we have? We have the Sax God. The Sax God said, hey, guys, here for a bit, but driving to the Mavs game. Mavs game? Um, so we'll be here on for almost an hour till I get to go to the arena. Well, this show's only going to be probably about an hour long. We keep these to an hour. So hopefully you'll be able to see the whole show. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, the Sax God. It's nice to have you back. Kazax is in the chat and says, cocaine. Is he going to get cocaine? Self-mester. Uh, Leroy Kong, the best, first off, best name, best uh, uh, profile pick as well, Leroy, brilliant profile pick, says, hello, great live, thank you very much, it's only just started, but thank you, thank you so much for that. Uh, and then Dan Clement in the chat there says, uh, <laughs> says, hello there. Hello there. Hello there. And who else do we have? Hello there. Hello there. <laughs> and Danzig 1979 is in the chat, says, what's up? Hello, Danzig. My man. My man. And uh, Anthony Waller-Cook is here anthony waller cook hello to you uh if you haven't been reading the bad batch reviews he's doing the written bad batch reviews on the site on small screen that you can go to small-screen.co.uk and you can read those and then clint is doing the video reviews for us over on small screens youtube channel which you should watch also it's actually really interesting to read what anthony has to say and watch what clint has to say because they're kind of similar, but Clint has a tendency of liking quite a lot of things. But and Anthony's not—he's English, so you know, he tends to—he tends to be <laughs> quite quite British about things. And Clint's quite yeah. 
It's interesting. It's interesting. You should go and check both of those out. And by the beard of Zeus says, happy Friday. Yes, happy Friday, everybody. I hope you guys are having a lovely Friday and getting ready for the weekend. Who else do we have in the chat before we bring on Clint into the show? We have by the bit of Zeus by the bit of Zeus again says hi Clinton James. Uh, yes, everyone say hi to Clinton James. Roberta Bobby Anderson also says hi to Clinton James. Yes, everyone say hi to Clinton James. Let's get that going. <laughs> and official F uh, Phil Millen says the new Shazam suit looks good. Yes, we're going to get into that. We've got thoughts about that. I think both Clinton and I have thoughts about that, and uh, probably even James as well. If you see if he's seen the suit as well, which will be cool to get his opinion on it. What's James? What's James thinking? No, Eddie. Eddie. We'll, we'll we'll talk about that later, Eddie. But if you have more questions, Wait. keep firing them, and then we'll we'll try not to ignore them. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, who else do we have in the chat? We have Dan Zig. Yes, I knew you'd bring that on. Says uh, smash that like button. Also closing in on a thousand subs. Yes, we are. And please smash that like button. You go there and smash that motherfucking like button. Do it now. And I'm sorry for swearing, but. Please do it. Thank you. It'd be very nice. And then Re75 uh, says, I was halfway through episode one of Sweet Tooth when I got notified you were live. The stream always comes first. Wow. Wow. Um, thank you. <laughs> now, Sweet Tooth, I don't know if it's any good or not. I haven't watched it yet. Uh, I'm going to be honest, by the trailers, I was a bit like, eh, it's not really my thing. But I think Robert Downey Jr. is involved with that. I think he's a producer on that show and his wife is as well. So I will be watching. I will be checking it out. Uh, who else we have? We had uh, we have Mohammed Bashir says I'm Lucifer Morningstar. Hello, yes, hello to everyone that's loving Lucifer right now. Lucifer season five part two just landed on Netflix, and there is a lot of love for it. You can go and check out our review for that over on the site. It's the review of the full series, and that was by the wonderful Lydia. Right, who else do we have? The Sax God says, um, so are we going to bring out the Sax God? Yes, I said Jupiter was the third best out of non-major comic shows, which means it's last. <laughs> We will be talking about Jupiter's legacy as well. So I've been bitten by a mosquito. My leg is itching a lot. And then Clint says, I like everything. And that's hey, How are you doing, Clint? Oh, I'm just liking <laughs> yeah. stuff. What are you having? Man, I've been watching this uh, this thing. I like this show so far. You're do you guys are doing a great job. <laughs> Thank you so much. This, and this it's is wonderful me to have you stuff. on the show, Clint. Man, yes, it's, it's always it, liking everything. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's always good to be back, man. You guys are always fun. Um, how's everybody in the chat doing? Thanks for the hellos. Yeah, think, yes, you're getting a lot of hellos today, which is lovely. And it's uh, I hope you guys are all doing well. And I suppose let's start off the show by talking about, uh, I think we should talk about Michael Keaton's Batman suit, which uh, it was revealed by Andy Muschietti, in the, uh, who's the director of The Flash. He took to Instagram to give us a little snapshot of that bat logo, that famous bat logo, which is on Michael Keaton's Batman 1989 bat suit. So what did you make of it? I mean, you couldn't see much. I was like, is this an old clip? But it kind of looked metallic. You know, it almost made me yeah. think of like a mech suit or something. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, I don't know. Um, it looked It looked cool. I, I I like them bringing back the old uh, keeping it real and bringing back the old uh, bat symbol from the uh, from back in the old days. Because back then I was a huge Batman kid. Like that was uh, God, I was in sixth grade, and I probably had seven Batman shirts that I would wear every day of the week. You know what I mean? We'd go to a store called Spencer's Gifts, um, uh, and yeah, and like, cool. I want that one, that one, that one, and yeah, we had we had them all. So that was all we wore yeah. was Batman shirts. 
It's pretty iconic, isn't it? That kind of yellow and black. Yeah, it's very recognizable as Michael Keaton's Batman. And I think for me, it was the fact that there's blood on the on the logo, which you can see in, in, the, uh, in the image. And I know I'm probably reading too much into this already, but I'm thinking, ooh, what's going to happen to Michael Keaton's Batman in this movie? If he's got blood on his suit, yeah. what does that mean? Is it? And I'm actually... I, go on. Is it Batflex blood or is it his blood? Is it... Who or, or is it someone? Is it the Flash's blood? Who you know? There honestly, you at this point, who knows? But uh, Andy Muschietti is someone that um, actually, uh, James, maybe you could bring up that that the the image at some point. I've got it up on here on my on, on my computer, but just so that people can have a look I'm at it. On. Or is it cool. even blood? Is it uh, ketchup? It could be ketchup. Is it, it? It looks it looks quite see through. So it could be like raspberry jam or something. You know. So, it could be he's like have, you could have a whole series of like Batman in the morning. <laughs> so he he's eating a Hamada burger and he just spilled some ketchup. Yeah. You know, who knows? He's eating a do- eating a jelly donut. You know, <laughs> this is a different Batman we've got. Uh, but we, we, it's definitely going to be a different. Like it's going to be the nineteen eighty nine version of that character. But he's you know a lot older now, and um, it's interesting that the suit's still there because I would have thought that Bruce Wayne might not be Batman anymore. Might be we might be getting a more kind of. Um, Batman Beyond, there it is, brilliant. Thank you very much, James. As you can see, the blood there, and I was thinking, uh, like, are we gonna, are we gonna get more of a Bruce Wayne type? You know, just him out of the suit. It looks like the suit's going to be involved somehow, judging by yeah. this this image. And yeah, it does. It looks very kind of jam donuts, kind of jelly type stuff that he's got there. So maybe that's, uh, uh, maybe maybe that was just Andy Muschietti having a little bit of fun and uh, teasing something. Kind of, I was saying, could something like dangerous be coming up for Batman in this for for Michael Keaton's Batman? What do a you think? A little bit too much corn syrup, but it's got a little bit of an yes. armored feel, like uh, Kingdom Come. You it know? does, yeah, it does, yeah. Um, so, are you excited for this, Jay? I'm uh, sorry, uh, Clint. Yeah, absolutely, man. Are you kidding? I like I said, I grew up with with the uh, the '89 Batman. I was all about it, all about the uh, the Jack Nicholson Joker, all about the I. All about that. So to bring that into the into this universe, I think is super cool. Um, uh, I, I I mean, I couldn't be more stoked. Uh, is he going to stick around and be um, a mentoring old man Batman? You know what I mean? Uh, who knows? I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, but but I'm definitely excited. And you know me. Any any kind of uh, DC content, uh, I'm excited about. Yeah, and it's and and this is particularly exciting. Yeah, like for me, uh, I mean, for both of us being massive fans of Michael Keaton's uh, Batman and and the, the Tim Burton movies, just the news that Michael Keaton was going to be coming back to play the role is just it's like when I, when that first dropped, I was like, oh my, is this real? And then there was that whole period where Michael Keaton was going, oh, you know what? I'm not sure if I'm going to do it now because it's filming in the UK and COVID is really bad over there. And actually, I'm going to be honest with you. Like the way things are going in the UK, if I was Michael Keaton, I'd be like, I don't want to be here right now because there's a yeah. whole Indian variant now in the UK of COVID and stuff. Yeah, and that, and you know, that's getting quite hairy. I heard also uh, Mission Impossible just shut down again. Um, yes, it did. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if they were filming over there or not, but uh, but yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah. They, yeah. I, I think they are filming over there. Yeah, over there, as yeah. in England, I don't know. Uh, you know, I don't know where they where they were um, when they shut down, but I just heard that, so that's that's crazy. Yeah, I um, 
I don't know. I've been wondering that too, and and I've thought about it, and I wondered if they're if they're playing a switcheroo on us to where you know that they made it sound like maybe. Uh, of course, this is all rumors and hearsay, and there's a lot of rumors about Batman right now. But uh, but uh, that maybe um that maybe Ben Affleck was going to be the, like sacrifice himself and this would be his goodbye. And then who you would be out, but who knows, maybe, maybe Michael Keaton's like, yeah, I don't have time for this. I'll go ahead and jump in just for old time's sake. Maybe he's going to disappear and it's going to be a uh, bat sticking around and doing a series or something. I don't know. You, there's so many rumors and uh, so much rumor mill that there's no telling what's going to happen. We just got to wait and see. The, the, this is the thing. I think, I think the first, the first thing we should say is, um, don't believe a lot of stuff that's going around right now about, especially about the Batman production. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what you were alluding to, because um, oh. uh, any let, let's let's just say anything that comes from someone that rhymes with schmoon blop, schmoon block. That's, <laughs> I was trying to think of something. Uh, don't don't believe it. Anything that comes from 4chan, don't believe it. You should uh, you should have gone Hanson and with umbop. Um, 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 block. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but... son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of people that'll just drop stuff and try and get. Uh, they're just trying to get clicks, and uh, mm. and you know, and that's confusing to everyone. I guess I kind of like it because it makes it more fun when you actually get to the theater and see what really happens. Uh, I like I like supposing what could happen, and and it's fun for me. But it, you know it. I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't write about it unless you have a real source. You know what I mean? It's fun to speculate about what will happen. Yeah, and, that, and that, that's what it is. It's, it's it's pure speculation. And from my my end, what I'm thinking is that um, one of the things that's really going to happen in this film is that actually Michael Keaton's part in it is actually going to be quite a lot bigger than we think. Uh, I, I think he's going to almost. I think he's going to serve as a mentor to Ezra Miller's The Flash. Mainly because it really does seem like Michael Keaton's going to be pretty much on the set the whole time, which was, I think, one of his main reservations. And that was one of the reasons why he was really not keen on going to the UK. And what's happening with the UK at the moment, there's the Indian variant, which is going up and things are starting to open again. A lot more people are getting vaccinated, which is good. But that is a that is a genuine problem. They're keeping a very close set. And I just looked it up. Mission Impossible Seven is filming in the UK, and it was a COVID, um, COVID nineteen yes. related case, which closed it down. And of course, very famously, that's that's the production where that's really everyone's looking at right now. And it's so much so that you know when Tom Tom Cruise got angry with with crew members, I honestly think rightly so because it sounds like they were kind of goofing yeah. off, not wearing their masks. So that so that sort of stuff is not really acceptable in an environment, especially if someone like Tom Cruise is around who's so invested in that project. He's a producer on it. He's you know, I think this movie is like the most the most expensive movie ever to insure, like on an insurance point of, like level because it's yeah, it, of course it is. So what? And it's it's yeah, it you should. You close down your production for two weeks and, you know, and then have to start everything up again and then close it down and start. It's so expensive. Like, it's just like just lighting money on fire, you know, every time they have to shut it down. Uh, and I mm. I always thought it was funny that that uh, that people gave Tom Cruise a hard time about that. Yeah, he was a little bit tough. But I think I think uh, I think when you're putting your own money into stuff, you get you get an excuse to uh, yell at people a little bit. Just a little bit. Maybe Especially it wasn't professional, it, uh... but. Yeah, but especially when it's a COVID thing, 
It's like, yeah. you know, it's a safety thing, a safety for other people as well. Yeah. Uh, but like, as far as the Flash is concerned, you know, what? I've heard a lot of people being like, I'm not very, we're not, you know, we're not that excited for this movie. Honestly, as far as a, as a DC Comics film is concerned, the mere fact that Michael Keaton's in this movie has me so excited to see this film. The fact that Ben Affleck's in this film has me so excited to see this movie. So it's, it is, I think it is my most anticipated film. So I think the the Batman might be kind of in the same area for me because I'm really really keen to see what Robert Pattinson's Batman's going to do. But yeah, what what are you feeling about about the Flash? I'm excited. I like the Flash. Uh, I you know a lot a lot of people don't. Uh, I hear a lot of people say they don't like the uh, the comic relief of Ezra Miller. I enjoy it. I think he's great. Mm. The only thing I I don't. Uh, particularly love about him is the is the weird run. I think he runs really weird. Uh, that <laughs> he can't run. <laughs> he just looks. He just looks weird. It's like a weird, you know. And <laughs> uh, so, uh, but other than that, I think he's great. You know, what I mean, um, yeah. I love that he saved everything on on the uh, uh, at the end of Justice League, and uh, I think he, I think he's cool. I liked that he didn't know what the hell he was doing. And he's just learning and figuring out how to be a superhero and uh, and how to use his powers. And uh, and now he's going to be a little more experienced, a little more fearless, a little better. I think it's going to be good. And then with a little bit of coaching from Michael Keaton, even better. And uh, an old old Batfleck around too. my favorite of all the uh, of all the Batman. Um, I think he's going to be awesome, too. So, I, I mean, it's going to be fun. Uh even if it's just okay, it's going to be fun. You know, I mean, that's how I, I yeah. look at most comic book movies. It's going to be fun. Uh, but uh, is it going to be great? We'll see. I don't know. My my feeling to <laughs> my feeling towards it is this is. I mean, I'm already seeing people in the comments saying that it'll fail. I really think that Andy Muschietti is is a very talented director. I know that it chapter two wasn't the best movie ever but the first it movie to be able to pull what he did like pull that off the way he did was truly something spectacular and he's got an ability to bring in like young kind of unknown actors and get them to work really well with older more established actors that are around as well and i think ezra miller's flash is going to be a very interesting lead for this movie because as you said it's going to be um, you were going to see a continuation from what he was like in Zack Snyder's Justice League uh, to what he's like now. And in, incidentally, I think Zack Snyder's Justice League completely changed my opinion on Ezra Miller's The Flash. I still think he's annoying, but I think he's actually really well cast and does a really good job in that film specifically. I think he was very badly... He was dealt a really bad hand with the Justice League and especially that brunch mm -hmm. line, which was just terrible. And you yeah, lie! <laughs> the the corny lines you know what i did miss from the justice league and i don't know if i've said that on this on this uh stream or not or if i said this on my own channel but uh, the only thing i did miss from justice league was the was uh batman grabbing him by the shoulders and telling him to get it together and just saying look go in there rescue one person get get out of there go in there get one more that was the only thing i missed um from the justice league in yeah. the uh, in in the uh, Snyder cut other than that but and i thought that was i thought that was good good writing and and cool cuz that's what the that's what i would want somebody to tell me if i was panicking so <laughs> I, th I actually think that was probably the only decent thing that Joss Whedon brought into that movie i think it was that line that oh, scene call it sanchez or you'll get a knuckle supper 
Also, Aquaman leaning against the lasso where he just starts rambling off the truth. That was kind of funny, too. Uh, yeah, that's, the, yeah. that's the only other. That's the only two things, guys. Relax. You're fired. Clint likes everything. <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, right. I think before we switch topics, we should go into the comments and see what people are saying. Right. So let's let's have a look. If uh, if James can bring up, the, be so kind to bring up some lovely comments. Uh, I didn't like Jupiter <laughs> Jupiter's either. <laughs> well, that's Clint, I don't like so we're everything. going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, Eddie Gomez says, you heard about the possible Guardians game showing at E3 by... Um, I can't. I can never pronounce. Is it Idos? Idos, I think, is how you pronounce the, their name. Is that wrong? Is that wrong, James? Oh well, sorry. I don't know. I'm just saying how I. Idos. 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 Okay. I thought it was Adios. Just kidding. Is is very possible that the next Guardians game is going to be shown at E3? I think E3. Now that this is going to be a weird thing this year because I think E3 is kind of dwindling every year. Uh, it wasn't on last year. It was cancelled. Now, is it going to go completely online? Uh, I mean, we'll have it to all, wait and see. It all I depends mean. upon um, the big publishers because Nintendo started pulling out a couple years ago, and they started, a- ages ago, yeah, yeah, they just started doing it online. And I think uh, I think it was Sony that was doing that, doing the same thing. So, so Sony actually they do their PlayStation uh, show yeah. here in Paris. So that that's uh, whether or not they'll still get to do that this year. I don't know. Um, I think uh, Valve again, is going to do like, the same. So I, yeah, yeah. I think all I the think publishers. It, it's not worth the amount of money and the the prices of the booths and stuff. So, but the interesting yeah. thing about <laughs> there you go, there you go. I was actually really the thing is oh. right. All right, let, let, I'll, 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 before I read that comment. James cuts himself off because he doesn't know what he's going to say next. You see, this is the interesting thing about James. He goes, the interesting... You lie! <laughs> I'm right. Shut up! Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's the truth! It's the you truth. and he were buddies, weren't you? <laughs> we were. Uh, right, well, <laughs> let's, let's bring out some comments. Uh, here we go. Come on. Come on, James. <laughs> Um, bit by the bit of Zeus says, "Come on, guys! It's Kingdom Come suit, right? He's going to need some help fighting at that age. Probably that's probably right. Actually, yeah, that, that that's probably right. He'll have some kind of armored suit, I think, or yeah. like, uh, yeah." Uh, Reese seventy five says, "Apparently, the Keaton bat suit is the same design as Batman three suit that was meant to be used." I didn't know this. I didn't know this. Uh, that is news to me, Reese. You, you th- this is a thing. You guys are probably all much more knowledgeable than myself. Uh, I'm not talking for Clint because I know Clint knows everything. Definitely uh, <laughs> more knowledgeable than I am. <laughs> um, you're probably, yeah, obviously right. Uh, and then by the bit, as he says, it looks more like armor to me. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's going to be kind of armor plated. And Kazakh says, Batman getting stomped. <laughs> Is Batman going to get gunned? That's the they question. They did that in one of those one of the shows. It was like Batgirl or Bat, uh, or was it Titans? No, it wasn't Titans. It was one where he he had a robot, uh, like a mechanical suit, because he was old. Anybody remember that? Know what well, I'm talking yeah, about? That was wasn't the, that Batman? That was that was the Infinite Crisis on the CW. That's what it was. Yes, it was, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Kevin Conroy yeah. playing Batman, and then he had the. It was kind of like the the Kingdom Come suit, yep. which is based off Mark Wade. Because <laughs> he didn't know who else it was based off. That's yeah. why. That's why. Alex Ross, you smart ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's kind of what I thought would uh, this suit would was going to be something like that. 
Yeah. Uh, and then uh, God says, sorry, hits a bump. But you, sh- you shouldn't be driving and watching at the same time. Just catch it on the replay, God. <laughs> it's dangerous. It jumps out of the um, phone holder. Yeah. Anyone that wears a mask and a lot of effects on his voice is lying. Oh, I think oh. we know who we're talking about now. <laughs> no comment. Uh, apparently, the Batman news came from We Got This Covered from Re- uh, and from Reddit. So there you go. Uh, that, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. That's what they said on uh, on uh, on on another uh, on another famous show that's popular on on YouTube. But uh, but it came from <laughs> somebody else that sounds like the Hanson song. Schmoonbop. Official Filmelin. The Flash 2022 is my most anticipated movie since Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck are in it. Yes, I think it's a good reason to be excited for that movie, definitely. Uh, And then the Sax God says the way Grant Gustin runs is even weirder than when it's slowed down. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, any, to be honest, I don't think anyone's really done it quite right. Um, Maybe they'll do it right in this movie, hopefully. I hope so. I don't. I. I really. That I like the Flash, the series a lot, but I do think that uh, CGI wise, it's really lacking, and that the way the way he runs in it is pretty is pretty weird as well. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> it's um, it, it's not easy to <laughs> to fake that, you know. And you want to make it dramatic and cool, so you like, you know, I don't know. It's just weird. Maybe make it like Tron. Maybe make it more like Tron, like just have the 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 like the line, uh, the red line behind or something. I don't know. Uh, it's, it's weird. By the bit of Zeus says Joss neutered Batman in that ver- version. It can't be forgiven. Okay, so pe- people are going against you now, Clint. <laughs> I, I I didn't say anything about uh, about that. I li- I didn't say I liked the the. Uh, it was just that line. It was just that part, which actually made uh, made uh, Batman look tougher because he's like, look, I know how to kick ass and save people. This is how you do it, kid. And he told him how to do it. That's basically what, what exactly boils down exactly. to. You're right. Yeah. You are right. Yes. Uh, Raj says, the save one is just okay. I could live without it. Well, you did in Zack Snyder's Justice League, so it wasn't in there. Instead, yeah. you had Batman going to a, 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 an alien gun and killing people, which was... Oh wait, no. Was that in Just? That was in Justice League, wasn't it? Yeah, but what you did have I'm getting mixed up now. What you did have is you had you had the Flash running around inside, outside, not really doing anything, not really helping anybody, and that was. I was like, give him the speech so he can help. Come on, let's do this. And he wasn't. He would just like run outside. He wasn't doing anything on that scene. If you if you if you remember, but I remember as, that. Yeah. But as far as good storytelling. That's a good way to paint the picture that he doesn't know how to save people yet, and he's just figuring it out. He's bumbling around like a like a like a non-hero, uh, you know, who just just try who got talked into joining this team and and doesn't know what to do yet. So, I mean, it is good storytelling. It's just a different way of telling the story. Instead, they chose to say, "Hey, I don't know how to do this," and they're like, "Let me explain it for you." You know, what I mean, and and uh, and the other way, they had you see it happen because they wanted it to be four hours. Yeah, but he didn't get talked into the joining the team. He's like, okay, I'll join. I don't have cool. any friends. Yeah. Either way, he has no dude, dude has no yeah. friends because he runs funny. Uh right. So who who else do we have in the comments? Uh, <laughs> uh I am so disappointed on the cancellation of Jupiter's legacy, which brings us nicely into our next topic, which is 
Jupiter's legacy, surprise, surprise, has been cancelled. Now, the way they the way they did this, the way they framed it was kind of like Jupiter's legacy, the, the actors of Jupiter's legacy have been released from their contracts, which effectively means Jupiter Legacy season two is not happening. But what they are doing is starting work on a new show. Well, actually, they already started on another show called Super Crooks, which is uh, more from the villain's point of view. It's another um, it's based on another comic, another Mark Millar comic. So it's another uh, another one of those uh, properties that was involved in that Millar World deal where Netflix bought the rights to Mark Millar's uh, a bunch of his, his comics, so his IP, and Super Crooks is one of them. So what they're going to do is they're going to continue on in this universe. So they're basically cancelling something and then saying, actually, we've got a spin-off that's going to do well, hopefully. Because And another thing about this, about Jupiter's Legacy, uh, that you probably know about, I think you know about this, Clint, it reportedly cost Netflix $200 million dollars. I didn't know that. What do you make or, of that? Or I forgot. That's a lot of money. Um, that's a that's a bunch of money, and you didn't see that in the wig and beards. Uh, <laughs> I'm it just wasn't saying, spent some on... of the <laughs> wasn't spent on wigs and beards. I'll tell you that. Um, you did see it on some of some of the stuff was really cool. Some of it was c- kind of corny. And come on, and, don't bullshit me. I think that show could have been really cool if they, uh, I said it before, if they hadn't spent so much time on the origin uh, of the thing and just gotten into into uh, the present a little bit more. I think it could have been a lot cooler. Um, but again, I think they didn't know if they they were going to have two seasons to do it. So they were just trying to tell a whole bunch of story. I don't know. I think they dropped the ball. It could have been cool and it and it wasn't as cool as I would have liked. But I there's a lot of people out there that disagree with me. There is so much wrong with this show. <laughs> and I'm going to be completely honest. With you. I, I, so I've watched the whole thing now. Okay, it's terrible, uh, Clint. It's terrible. The the show is 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 terrible. Now I'm going to say what you probably don't want to say, uh, and you can really, really tell that this show lost a showrunner halfway through making it. Stephen uh, Stephen Esther Knight, or I think that's how you say his name. Um, he left as the showrunner halfway through, which is one of the reasons why they ended up spending so much money on the show is because they just went and redid the whole thing. And um, their report that like he wasn't happy with. I think he wanted to do what you wanted, what you said the show should have done. He wanted to just have it be uh, either the beginning or uh, you know, or they do the the, the flashback scenes in the second season. Mm-hmm. And kind of explain how they got the powers, which is actually how it was done in the in the comics. Yes, in the comics, it kind of goes back, and and it, it's just you can tell watching it and, and and seeing this, you can tell that they knew this show wasn't going to get a second season, which is why they they just put it all in there, and all those bad wig and beard scenes, they are literally in Tanzix it spits out coffee. Jupiter's Legacy costs how much? Yes, it costs Netflix <laughs> 200 million. Not many movies cost that much, like barely any cost that much. And wow. Leroy Kong says Netflix are wasting their money. On this, on I'm going to be honest, now I'm thinking on this Millar World stuff, I think they are. I think they're really wasting their money on this. I think I'm going to... There are elements of Mark Millar's work that I really do like. I think Kick-Ass is really good. But... um. I'm going to be honest, and I think Superman Red Sun is really good. They're the only two things that I think he's done that are genuinely good. I think everything else is kind of, um, what's the words? that I don't, I don't want to be too mean. I think he's a bit of a hack. <laughs> so I don't want to be too mean. But 
a lot of his stuff is nicked from other things and he's trying to be kind of edgy and it's not really that edgy it's all quite it's all quite basic really i think that's the problem with his stuff he, he kickass is good because it was it was something that was unlike anything else at the time but now now with deadpool kickass is literally just a lesser version of deadpool really and deadpool's a, an amalgamation of every other single marvel character under the sun but by another uh comic book person that i don't think is particularly good uh but the problem with mark miller edward is because his target audience is for 12 and 14 year old boys you know what it, i mean yes exactly and, yeah and even when he's trying to write sophisticated or, or like a big epic it's still got that 12 to 14 year old uh teenage mindset going on and it just is trying too hard to be cool i think and it's just <laughs> it's annoying because I really want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> when that lie in that show, it's like uh, it's like somebody some it, it. My feeling is like some suit said, you know, this is going to set us apart from uh, from the other guys. Uh, you know, we're just another comic book show. But if we do the twenties, the Roaring Twenties, then it's going to be different. And they put a bunch of effort into that. And and really, I think the most the most compelling. <laughs> keep on going. Keep on. I going. think I didn't know if I was muted or not, but yeah, the uh, the most. No, 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 okay. The most compelling part of the whole the whole show to me was once once you started getting um Sky Fox's son, the one with the with the teleporting yeah. wand, and then you started getting the the girl, the daughter that I didn't care about. Uh, once they got together, and then it looked like she's flipping sides. You know, what I mean, the, uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Uh, that's when it started seeming like it was going to get good. That it's like it's like okay, now we've done all the explaining. Now we're going to start getting some interesting stories that haven't already been told a hundred yeah. times. You know what I mean? But that the the pro the problem is is that it can't you can't watch what eight or seven episodes and wait for a moment that's actually okay because really everything that comes before that is so poor, it's so boring. It's just boring. Yep. That that's the main problem. It was it, for me. It was such a slog to get through. And after having watched, so I've had to watch a lot of um, Netflix shows recently. So um, you know, I watched Shadow and Bone because you know. Uh, we we're we're lucky enough to do an interview with somebody involved with that show that's coming out in a couple oh, of days cool. i think um but um a slight tease but and that and i thought that was really really good and then um i watched uh lucifer season five part two and you know what lucifer is what it is and that's that's fine and people love that show and i i actually really do like that show and then uh, there's some really good like uh, shows that are not made in the English language, like Money Heist is brilliant and stuff like that. So Netflix has all these great shows coming out. And then their big thing, the thing they spend $200 million on, <laughs> is fucking Jupiter's Ascending. Jupiter, sorry, not even Jupiter's Ascending. Jupiter's Legacy. And you watch that and you go, really? This is what you've, you've put all this money into? A super... Like That's my yeah, it, first one. <laughs> yeah. It was a super soap opera. It was a uh, Jupiter's mm. Landing. It was a super soap opera and uh I don't know. It 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 was a, it's a little bit embarrassing that you don't hook the viewers in by like the third episode. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it's a if it's a familiar uh property then, you know, 
you got till maybe the third. If it's something completely different and new, you need to give me a reason after the first episode to come back. You know what I mean? But but if it's something that I that I know the reference material, maybe I'll give it to the third. But this was like like you said, it was you're at the end of the series. You're like it never got good. I thought for sure it was going to hit me with the you know one two combo. I'm sure it was coming. It never came. And and uh, no. And it sucks because it could have it could have been decent. I think if they'd if if they'd have done it right, but uh, maybe they needed Guys, to spend two hundred million more dollars to get it to, to get it to where it needed to be. Avatar money, uh, yeah. And guys, l- listen carefully to what Clint is saying because remember, Clint likes everything, and he's really <laughs> struggling with this show. <laughs> but you know, the good thing is he doesn't have to bother with it anymore because season two is not happening. Uh, will you be watching Super Crooks? Absolutely. Uh, first night, I'll be watching. I'll. I'll Anything that comes out, I if I can, I watch it immediately. Any Marvel, DC film, any Star Wars prop, anything. I'm the first showing in town. I'm there and I see it in the theater. And if it if we're closed down, I watch it at home immediately. Uh, if it's on Disney, I'll spend thirty bucks to watch it. I don't care. I want to see the the new stuff. I need imp- what? I'm like a content <laughs> addict. I have what? Yeah, content junkie. What? Yeah, I have to have it. So, <laughs> so, uh, so there you go. So, yes, I I will watch it for sure as soon as it's out. I will and watch it. It's been it's been announced that it's going to be there's going to be like a first look or premiere at the Ancy Festival in France, which is a weird place to honestly. When I heard that, I was like, "Why are they bringing it there? Like, that's that's like a ski resort in France, which is really weird." But, that's why uh, I might go down. <laughs> that's why no, I, might, I might go down. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, it's it's quite far from me, but it's it's all right. It's a really nice place, actually. That's probably why Mark Millar wanted to go to Ancy, so that's why he's like, "Oh, let's 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 uh, do it there." So yes, and here we go. This is the suit that James obviously wants us to talk about. Ah. Uh, so. Moving on, moving away from Jupiter's ascent. No, I always want to say Jupiter ascending. I say Jupiter's, Jupiter's landing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we are going to move on to Shazam: Fury of the Gods, which is what they—that's that's the 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 voiceover they should have for the beginning of that f- film. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> anyway, enough about our balls. I'm going to do this bloody voiceover, James. Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Look at Zachary Levi in that suit. Mm, yes. Looks, there he is. He looks fantastic. What, what, oh. <laughs> what do you think? What do you think? What do I think? Bat first. How much do you think they spent on that costume? And they didn't even make a cape. Like, really? The old costume had a cape? What? This this new costume sucks. It's not- totally Sanchez. No cape. It's ridiculous. Like, oh my, oh my God! It's not like they do like anything Shazam. in post. God, <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't look. It's 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 terrible. Embarrassing, Honestly, guys. I'll- every time, <laughs> every time. It's like this isn't the bloody final suit. Yeah, it's dudes. Like, <laughs> come on. Um, this also. Uh, what I'm going to say is, he looks more buff this time around than he did in in the in the first film. I think I'll- he's beefed up a bit more. I do have an opinion, though. I like uh, there's a lot of people that joke about the uh, the 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 suit in the first one, how it's ridiculous. His shoulders go up 
and it's it's ridiculous. Yes. It, they're up. I think it's awesome because it looks like a cartoon. You know what I mean? It looks like yeah. old Shazam, and it's it. Yes, it's ridiculous. It looks like a comic book, um, and I enjoy that. This, I think, since they're they're starting to bring him into other and, and you got Black Adam and all these things are all starting to merge. This isn't just a solo Shazam film. Uh, things are starting to get intertwined, and I think they wanted a little bit more realism, and that's why his shoulders are a little bit toned down. Uh, it's a little more realistic. Still ridiculous, but a little more re realistic. So uh, I like it. Looks good. Uh, if you guys, I'm pretty sure English people will know this, but the first suit reminded me of a, a comic book character called Banana Man. Because <laughs> it's like, it literally looks like he's been pu pumped up with a, with a, you know, an actual pump. And it's just full of air. And I remember the first time I saw Shazam, I was like, Oh my god! It's like seriously, he he looks like he's just been pumped up full of air. That when I first saw the first movie, and I liked, I thought it was quite funny. And a lot of people, uh, that I remember a lot of people complaining about the suit at the time when when the first film came out. This this suit looks a lot more like what I think the Black Adam suit will look like, and I think they're tying it into that aesthetic, which is why they've done it like this. I think this film will end up tying into. <laughs> Sorry, James, that's funny. <laughs> But I think I think this the, this film will end up tying into Black Adam, and that's why they've done it this way. <laughs> you am, should just put your head at his crotch level. <laughs> I am I am going to miss um. Are you sniffing? Pads, though. I'm going to miss those shoulder, shoulder pads because they were they were pretty badass. They remind me of like uh, the the 50s and 60s comics of uh, Captain Marvel when he was originally Captain Marvel. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. I think they were cool. I thought they were I thought they were cool. So when I look at them side by side, I honestly I like the old suit better because uh because I just li I I'd like that fun. It's a fun cartoony uh look. But uh yeah. it, for practice don't bullshit me. I'm not BSing you, but for to you know, we're going to be practical with this suit. Uh we want it to fit in with the rest of the universe. So, there you go. But and that's that's what they're doing with this suit. And again, we won't know what this suit really looks like until the first trailer comes out and the actual, you know, they finished all the, the little bits of CGI, which the cape will be CGI. There's and, um, Wait, there's going to be a cape? I thought, I thought yeah. they just got rid of his cape. That's a, I was wondering. No, 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 how, they'll definitely. I was wondering how he would fly. Cause you can't fly. Anybody who played with action figures as a, as a kid knows <laughs> you can't fly without a cape. So it's a good thing. You got to work on your sarcasm. Cause I had to back you up in the comments. A lot of people no. didn't get that joke. <laughs> they don't, am I too deadpanned? Like you don't realize I'm I'm sorry. No, that's my job. <laughs> oh, it's uh, like Sax God. Have a good time at the arena, brother. Have a good time, Sax God. I'm sorry you couldn't watch the whole show, but catch on replay and like and subscribe. I'm pretty sure you've already done that, but everyone else do that. Uh, right? Yeah. So I, I think it's uh, I think it's actually really quite good uh, that they're tying it more into kind of the Black Adam look. And, uh, and, you know, I did like the first one as well, but the first, I think the first film to me was, if anything, a, a bit more of a comedy than oh, yeah. I think the second film is going to be. I think there'll be, there'll still be comedic elements because you don't hire Zachary Levi without it being funny. But, um, I really like Zachary Levi in this role. I think he's really good. Uh, I think, um, the director, I'm blanking on his name now. Is it Sandberg? Uh, it's um, David yeah, F. Sandberg. David, David F. Sandberg. Yes, uh, I really like him. I like the horror movies he made, and uh, I liked the first Shazam movie, and I love the name 
Shazam Fury of the Gods, I think is really funny. And uh, and I, th I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be really good. And you know what? This is people that are freaking out over this this suit. It's not the final suit. Don't be silly. There's <laughs> it's going to look good. It's it's going to look fine, you know. And he and I will say I think Zachary Levi looks a bit more kind of hench than he did in the first film, uh, which is what everyone apparently cares about nowadays is mm -hmm. how hench your superhero is. And Robert Pattinson is not hench enough. How dare Robert Pattinson be Batman? Because he what? And this <laughs> this is my rant of the day. Okay. And I am obviously being sarcastic. <laughs> What's a hench? Is that a new new lingo hench. with the kids? Oh, yes, yeah, it's an English hench is an English saying. It's like buff, you know, or like uh, it's um, uh, was muscly. Yeah, <laughs> you could you not can being, remove Shazam now. <laughs> not being hench is totes cringe. Okay. <laughs> Totes cringe. cringe. Yeah. Not be how how dare they cast a, a non a non buff man to play Batman? Seriously, how dare they? Michael Keaton. Wow, I don't know what <laughs> yeah, just happened. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh, that's perfect. Uh look, this is great. Should, should, before we get into that, should we look at the comments, James? See what people are saying. And and then we'll get into what I think will be the final topic of this show. Uh, here we go. The cape will be CGI. Leroy agrees with us. Yes, Leroy, you are right. Uh, the cape for the for the for this scene is probably CGI, and we'll do a, a cape flap. Yes, like Superman's <laughs> cape. Superman's cape is CGI, guys. Like he's not actually going around wearing a, a cape. Guys, it's, that was sarcasm. Dangerous. That was sarcasm. There's a lot of people <laughs> though. That, if you look at comments and they, uh, there's a lot of people that are like, "Oh my God, where's the cape?" So I was making jokes. Those are jokes. <laughs> Uh, Raj says, I'm just glad I'm not the only one who didn't get the cape hate sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, apparently, really. I think you, you're just you're too good, Finn. I think that's the thing. And apparently, Kazakh says, James is Shazam. Hmm, interesting. He see, I see it now. I, Shazam. 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 Edward is uh, and then, seven. Uh, yeah, I've seen that one. Uh, I, hope, <laughs> I hope Henry Cavill appears in this movie. I hope so too. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not sure it's going to happen. Um, like, but you know what? Uh, I would give it. Like at the moment, it's fifty-fifty. I think that he appears in it, uh, and and you know what? Henry Cavill's doing all right. He's got his uh, yeah. Highlander thing going on, and he's got his Witcher thing going on. So don't worry about Henry Cavill. Um, Jedi Master EJ says there's a small teaser. The lights are off. The lights are off in the teaser. Lol. Mm, I that's lost on me. Yeah, there was the. Clint, you sent me the teaser. They posted it last night. I saw it. It's just what, what? Zachary Levi standing in the shadows. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, if you go to Pony Smasher, that's uh, David F. Sandberg's uh, YouTube channel. Yes. There's like a there's like a 13 second, uh, maybe 17 second little clip that shows that shows uh, the the suit, and it's pretty cool. Um, I don't remember if there was a cape, so I don't know if you guys want to go or not. But it's pretty <laughs> probably, cool. There probably just, was a cape. <laughs> But it's a short. It's a I short thing. I can't believe that's what a lot of people have like really been annoyed about is the cape. It's like I don't like it. I mean, I like the old one. The old one has a cape, you know. The the buckles are right there. You know they're gonna CG them on. <laughs> yeah, like, he's not just gonna have buckles and no cape. Like, come on. <laughs> Hey Clint, how was the stream today? Man, we talked about a cape for forty minutes. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, I know. Yeah. Uh, Re seventy five says the way. <laughs> 
the way Shazam is standing, I think a cape will be CGI and could do a cape like <laughs> yes. <laughs> but that's obvious. I, I think James is doing a bit now, uh putting the cape putting the cape <laughs> comments up there. Oh, it will be he's a doing CGI it. cape. <laughs> and uh, Sean Harrigan says, like and subscribe, or the gods will be pissed. Yes, the gods will be pissed if you don't like and subscribe. Um right. Yeah, I think I think the Pony Go Smasher on. video is entitled uh, "Have Your Cape and Eat It Too." That was speaking of banana. Okay, so here we go. Uh, by the bit of zoo. Speaking of bananas, wasn't Edward previously employed at a place called Banana Slings? <laughs> if that's a bit, that's not. That one's not funny. That, that, I put that, that up because I knew he wasn't going to get it. So. What um, is that? Male stripper club. Oh boy. Ah. Okay. Well, I didn't. I didn't get that. Sorry. No, it wasn't. I was. <laughs> I, don't, I wouldn't make much money doing that anyway. Uh, if you've actually seen I, someone that would is Chris Hemsworth. Chris, Hem, Chris Hemsworth. If you've seen the picture of him, <laughs> oh Christ! Hench. He looks like a cartoon. He looks yes, hench. hench. He looks. Dude's he looks hench. like a cartoon character. <laughs> it's insane how he looks. Um, and Dan Zig, 1979, says Henry Cavill's had his cape CGI for a man. Exactly. And I also think every other one as well. Uh, I'm just waiting to see The Rock's Black Adam reveal, which, yes, now talking of hench, <laughs> it's just a lot of really buff people now we're talking about. Oh, man. Imagine if you could get them all in a line. Like all the really buff. Actually, no, that's just the Marvel thing, isn't it? Whenever they're up, they're always really buff. Oh, God. They're, honestly, it, it's getting so stupid now. These people, actually, the only one I would say should look that way is Thor, because he's literally a god. But the other ones, I think, is a bit much. Things will never be the same because the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is about to change. It's like, fuck it, you know? I mean... <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, shall we go on to the next topic of the day and the final topic? And James, sorry, Bid, as he says, James has a point. Keaton was a small man. Yes, he was. And he did really well. He was a great Batman. And Leroy Kong says he had a cape in the shadows. So apparently, yes, he did have a cape in that reveal. And no cape for you. Get over it, says Katax. <laughs> Lol, there is no cape. This cape thing's gone on for long enough now. <laughs> Restore the cape verse. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Edward's thong was CG. What the fuck? <laughs> Oh, that's good. Oh boy. Hey Clint. The cape is <laughs> Clint, JK. The cape is joking. joking. Uh right, let's move on. Let's move. What the cook it down? So there's gonna be a remake of uh Cape Fear. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh there isn't gonna be Oh, that's why uh that's why people are saying that I'm gonna be James Bond because I put James Bond next to my name. <laughs> I completely oh. forgot about that. I completely forgot. All right. Uh, we, we need to talk about Bond. Let's do it. <laughs> and yes, this evil man has taken over James Bond. And his name is Blofeld. No, I mean, uh, Jeff Bezos. Sorry. And Amazon Studio now owns MGM Studios. So uh, I did a, a, a video about this where you can see my, my thoughts on this whole deal, especially for James Bond. Uh, you can find that on the YouTube channel now. That's up right now. And um, I wanted to get your opinions on it because basically this means that uh, Amazon Studios is now basically in charge of James Bond. What do you think? Are you talking to me? 
Yes, Clint. There was some think? weird. There was some weird echo thing going on in my ears. I didn't. I, oh, I didn't hear exactly what you were doing. But uh, a bit, what do I think about the, about them? I worry that uh, that they could change some of the stuff. But on the other hand, uh, if you look at how crazy um, Amazon's things are, like uh, for instance, the boys. You know, what I mean, they have no problem being vulgar and uh, and crazy. So I I don't know that that they're really going to change too much. But like when you get down in 2021, James Bond is a kind of a chauvinist esque guy, even though some might look at it as chivalrous, you know what I mean? And then it's also, there's a, there's a, there's a comedic part of it because sometimes the girls will turn around, the ladies, female, whatever, will turn around and, and get one up on him and he's the butt of the joke. So they kind of do it in good fun. It's not to be a, a, an actual chauvinist, you know what I mean? Um, even though some of the early writing, uh, was a different, a different time frame, different, different way of thinking. Yeah. Uh, but some of those things are, are, are what makes it fun. You know what I mean? It, it's, it's just fun and it's not meant to be mean or hurt anybody's feelings. So, um, I could see a lot of themes of things uh, in this day and age uh, get scoffed at or, or snarls, but uh, I think it's going to be fun. I hope that Amazon wouldn't change those things. And like I said before, I think because of the boys and some other things that they have going on, I think that they might honor the tradition of 007 and just make it good fun. Let's hope that. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I'm comp- I, 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 what I do you see think? what you're saying and I can completely disagree with you <laughs> okay go ahead uh, and and there's, there is a reason okay so so basically james bond uh, has always been um my thing like it's the reason why i love cinema i used to and i know if you watch the movies now they are very pro- problematic especially the older ones the sean connery ones uh, roger mm-hmm. moore ones that, that you know there are problems with all of those yeah but they're a product of their time but that's not the issue here. The the issue for me is the fact that James Bond is still is one of the biggest movie franchises in the world. And the fact that Amazon, a company that really has no intention of keeping the just the magic of cinema going, uh, really, they, they've shown that to be the case. They don't care. They don't give a toss about that sort of thing. All they care about is ensuring that as many people use their products as possible and go to their streaming service, uh, which is Prime Video. So at the moment, what they're saying is that Eon Productions, which is run by Barbara Broccoli and um, Michael G. Wilson, uh, they're saying that they're still in charge of the Bond franchise. Therefore, James Bond movies are still technically going to be coming out in cinemas. Uh, which is what you want because they are the world. It is literally the world's biggest franchise, and uh, being a Brit, it's very important to me because James Bond is is uh, you know a part of British culture. You know, uh, written by Sir Ian Fleming. Mwah. One one of the things that I I, f- I feel about Amazon owning Bond is that what they're going to do out of it is they're going to try and turn it into some kind of cinematic universe. So they're going to make as many spin-offs and as many TV shows out of this thing as they possibly can do, which is fine if you do it properly. Now, the way you do it properly is by going, okay, we're going to start doing 007 movies and we're going to have, say, Lashana Lynch be in those films and have her be a female spy, but it not be James Bond, but it be a female version of that, of, of that, but be different to that and be adjacent and just have those movies come out every other year and then a Bond movie come out the, the year when those films don't come out. 
and let everything come out on on uh, on in cinemas and not immediately to streaming. What I think is going to happen is they're going to do a young James Bond series. They're going to do some sort of other spin-off series. They're going to do a load of spin-off movies with all different characters. They're going to try and make this their Marvel Cinematic Universe. And I don't want that. I don't want that from Bond. And I don't want <laughs> seeing people in the comments saying a Sean Bean 006 spin-off. I don't <laughs> want that because that's not what Bond's been about ever. Bond's been about waiting for years for a movie to come out and then it come out and then it'd be slightly disappointing. <laughs> They'll have Q, <laughs> the series Q, you know, they'll have a, a 006. Yeah. And, and, and the, they'll probably do that sort of thing as well. And the, the main problem that I have is that they're, what they're really going to do is they're going to shorten the cinematic release of these movies and put it onto Prime Video as fast as they can because that's where they want people to go. They don't care about how much money they make from a cinematic release because if anything, the pandemic has shown us that actually cinemas are probably all going to go bust in the next few years. I hope not, but that it's looking more and more like that might happen, uh, which is a problem because I love the I love going to the cinema, and also I'm very worried that they might end up casting the complete wrong person in the, in, in 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 the role of Bond. I I know it sounds bad, but I do not want an American to play Bond. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I know I, I mean it's just it's the character. He's British. He should be British or from he can be australian or from new zealand that's fine but like uh i i just it, it it worries me that's all it really worries me that a company like amazon that has no real intention of making just just of making cinema really they just they just want numbers that's all they care about eon productions is still involved so that's fine uh you know you still have barbara broccoli involved which is good you still have michael j g wilson involved which is good but how long for how long before before they just completely get bought out by Amazon Studios and then they get to do whatever the hell they want to do with this franchise? It, it, it's, it's worrying because Bond is one of the last kind of legacy franchises in, in, in cinema history around. There, are, there isn't a single... It's the longest-running franchise in Hollywood history. It, that means something. And, uh, yeah, apparently Amber Heard's going to be Bond. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, so, that accent. That... They are my thoughts on that. I did, I did kind of say that exact thing in the video that I did that's on YouTube that you can go and watch as well. So if you could watch that, that'd be nice. That's a, those are uh, all le legitimate concerns, man. I mean, uh, you you definitely hit it on the head. They're going to try to make as much money on this thing as possible. Uh, are do you think they'll completely ignore the 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 cinemas like uh, uh because because there are they already have the subscribers uh, unless they're going to pay per view uh the bonds they've already got the the amazon subscribers i think, so. I think that's probably what they're going to do they're going to pay-per-view bond movies mm. and 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 that's the way they could because what they end up doing is they'll end up if they release them in cinemas they have to split the earnings with the cinema chains and amazon's all about cutting out the middleman completely yeah, yeah. basically and uh they, they like i i a really interesting read actually is um one of the writers of the bond of, of skyfall uh, John Logan wrote an article in well, something like the New York Times or something, and uh, and he basically said, "I'm really worried about this. Uh, this makes this makes me this makes me sweat. This this new deal, I think was the line he used." And that's it's a really interesting article because he's someone that's worked on the Bond franchise and he he work, he talks about the inner workings of it and be, it being like a a family and you have discussions with these executives and it doesn't feel like you're having a discussion with an executive it feels like you're having a discussion with someone that genuinely cares about this franchise and i'm just worried that those people are going to get completely 
that are going to be gotten rid of. And then other people like Jeff Bezos, even though he's technically left the company, uh, he still owns it. So, you know, people like that. And, and as we were talking previously, people that all they care, that, that, you know, finance people will end up coming in and making the decisions. And then we were talking about that with the, what's happening at Disney at the moment. And focus so, groups, you know, you get focus groups yeah. in there. Oh, the, we've noticed from our research <clears> that they prefer when the uh, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's that's a thing. So they're people that don't make movies and don't know how to make movies and all that. Hold up. Wait a minute. Something ain't right. Exactly. Something ain't right. Something ain't right with this deal. And and Bond isn't the only franchise that's in this deal. So it's like Stargate's in there as well, which is a bit of a, uh, you know, quite a big franchise. That I mean, the Lord of the Rings is an MGM thing. And uh, I don't Robocop. know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Robocop is the other one. So, <laughs> yeah, there you go. So... Uh, this is something that Amazon's wanted to do for quite some time. They've wanted to get into that space. And the reason they want to get into that space isn't because they want to make these movies. It's because they want to own these movies. And, um, and what do they want? why do they want to own those? Because they know that they can make so much money out of these franchises. Do you think they're going to do um, a remake of The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly? Because they own all that now, too. They own all Probably. They'll, they'll do, they've, got so, they've got more money than anyone else in the world so they can post they can do whatever the hell whatever they, want. they want but you can't remake yeah. uh, sergio leone's spaghetti westerns and, and you can't get Iniomi or uh, Mar- maracone to but he's right you can't you can't but they'll, they'll try and they'll they'll do it anything that they can see like they'll be like oh this can make us a quick buck if we if we put this on Prime Video and be like you have to pay to rent it or whatever, and then you will never actually own it because anything you purchase from Amazon Prime Video you don't actually own. It's just isn't Creed uh, owned by them? Oh, that it might be actually. Yeah, I think yes, it is. I, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. Yeah, because it they is. own all the Rockies. So yeah, yeah, they own. Yep, they and then I, I mean. Yeah, they do. Uh-huh. And then notes. I, he's got his notes. James Bond, <laughs> Hobbit, Creed, Robocop, Silence of the Lambs, Magnificent Seven, Stargate, Vikings, Fargo, Handmaiden's Tale, Unscripted, or The Voice, Survivor, Shark Tank, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, and The Hills. And there's uh, much, you know much more. They can do whatever the hell they want to do with those reality TV shows. I don't care about that. <laughs> what I care about is what, what they're doing with the with the cinema, with the, with the movie franchises that... Uh, and 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 prestige films as well that they now own. It's like anyone else, I would have been like, okay. Like I, w- I was really hoping that Apple would would do something uh, with MGM because, I, in a weird way, I think I kind even though they probably don't. I was like, I kind of feel a bit safer with them because they'd probably just be like, just do what you were doing before, and we'll bankroll you. Really, you think I don't so? Know. Like n- none of their content has really hit the mark. At least Amazon's <laughs> content gets press. I mean, look how they they handled the boys, and um, a couple of their movies have done well. Like I, I understand the trepidation between uh, Amazon buying MGM and owning all these rights, but I, they actually have the money. And and again, we're going into new a new stage of uh, content, right? Just the digital versus mm. theaters. And um, I think they'll do a. I think they do a better job than Apple for sure. Apple's like just the brand new baby in, in yep. the film industry, right? And TVs. 
You think Bezos yeah, is like it, it is. Yeah. You think Bezos is like, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and step down. Y'all handle this. I'm bored with this. This is my new hobby, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna Probably. play with the movies. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he doesn't have the to money do to get the right talent and stuff too behind it. Yeah. So it, it could be good. But it, it and but it's more it, it's more. Go on, go on, Clint. Sorry. I was just gonna say if it and it, when if it comes down to ego, uh, you know, it's like okay, I'll pay this much. You right. know what I mean? And he can afford it. So. Yeah, and. and the fact is that i don't know they they have they have more resources and they have more um experience in this than apple does right now right so i okay all right yeah the only thing i think is that the problem i have is they could dilute the bond franchise right kind of like what disney did with the new star wars trilogy and then the solo films but maybe they'll, they'll look at other companies and see where they failed on that and then They'll go back to don't worry i'm not going to cut myself off until i'm done they'll go back to uh <clears throat> they'll they'll see what everyone else has made mistakes and they'll try and, and steer it in the right direction you know and and if the broccolis are still in charge uh bond wasn't doing so well at mgm you know and there was a lot of uh, uh headbutting between the directors the creative the creatives in, in it between them and broccoli and the mgm studios right so maybe amazon can iron that out and we can get some good bond films like some better bond films well, I think this. I want. I mean, I, I, what, I, what I'll say is, I, I actually think Skyfall is one of the best Bond movies ever made, and that that was made in that time. Yeah. And yeah, I, I get I what you say. I think towards so much, so many production sorry? troubles, though, right? There's yeah. so, so well, many production troubles, and and the wait in between the movies is absolutely insane. And then I know with the pandemic, it's added a couple more. <laughs> yeah, you go. <laughs> <laughs> But he's oh. right. No, he he is he is right in that sense. It's like that there could be good out of this, and and I think the the main the main thing to me is that Amazon has money, and one of the big problems with Bond at MGM was that they just didn't have the money to to bankroll this this franchise, which it needs it it does need quite a bit of money behind it. the The only thing is, I my my worry is that what are Amazon's um why what is their goal what's their you motive know, what, like what, what what's their end game here what yeah what what's their motive to own, to, to win to own the bond for, yes to, to win they want to be the best the the number one uh the, they want to kick everyone's butt this is the streaming war streaming wars streaming wars like right now the the <laughs> all these people are are, uh, are buying up properties and 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 going crazy to be the best and be the biggest and they want to be the biggest and best they've already proven that with their track record they're the biggest company in the world the biggest richest company yeah. in the world so what i hope is that in the in the effort to make everyone else look bad and make themselves look like the greatest hopefully they make some really really impressive overpriced movies that they just like really do some cool bond stuff with that i mean uh Having too much money to make a Bond film is not a bad thing. Unless, well, no, it's maybe. not. And didn't you think like the last half of Skyfall was basically Bond and Home Alone mixed together? Yeah, I loved that. It was great. <laughs> <by the way. laughs> I, <laughs> I loved everything about that. Uh, I, I, and and the, the last Bond film was, was terrible. Spectre was bad. Uh, Quantum of Solace was bad. Casino Royale was good. So Casino it's like, it, it's like every, yeah. Every other Bond movie that they've been making has been good, and then the other one has been terrible. But it's like that they also had a really bad time through the writer's strike, especially with Quantum of Solace. That that really was affected by the writer's strike. So 
I mean, I completely understand why people are saying, oh, this could be a good thing. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> that's, that's MGM trying to make a Bond movie. Uh, <laughs> um, I love that. Clip. But uh, I, I just... I, I worry more about Bond as a cinema, as a cinematic entity, like being released in cinemas, because Amazon just does not care about that. That part of the industry, they they don't care about that. That's not their. That's not what they're all about. And the only reason they've been releasing some of their movies in cinemas is because you have to get in order to get them even into awards seasons and the Oscars. <laughs> <laughs> is because is you have to have them released in cinemas, which is why they release like Manchester by the Sea in, in cinemas and Patterson in cinemas. But since then, James, I will tell you, they haven't made a good movie since Patterson. Like honestly, Amazon Studio movies have been dire. They have been terrible. And that this is supposedly from the company with all the money in the world. Now their series, uh, they've had a couple of good ones. The Boys is 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 good. And but honestly, apart from that, I can't think of anything else they did that was actually yeah. really that good. But they're going to be one. They're, they're learning they're gonna, though, right? Sorry. Yeah, and they're yeah. also they're going to want to have their flagship sh show, you know, or movie. You know what I mean? The same with like they're going to want to have their Oscar award winning thing. The way that Netflix paid all that money for Knives Out. You know what I mean? They want they want their their their. Uh, critically acclaimed thing. Let's throw way too much money out for this this series. Everybody's doing the same thing, um, and they don't have Star Wars and and all these other things on their plate. They have 007, so they have to they have mm. to make it look good. Yeah, they have to promote it. Yeah. They have to do it right. And they have a uh, lot. They, sorry, but yeah, they have a lot more experience too now with making films and television shows than Apple does. Right, like Apple, Apple spent a bunch of money on the Jennifer Aniston, Aniston Steve Carell morning show, and uh, the which blind, is good, the blind one with yeah. But who's seen it? See, Except it's a bad. Lot of people I, I've seen TV. the morning show. The morning, you know the morning mean? show is good. Yeah, but a lot. Of I think, I think there's have Apple TV. A lot more people have Amazon Prime. So they, again, their learning curve is a, is way ahead of Apple, right? And and they're going to yeah. try and close that gap between right now is the gap between Amazon Prime and Disney. And then there's a gap between Disney and Netflix. And so that's the top three right now. And HBO Max is trying to catch up and they're just unrolling the the global um what's the word I'm looking the for? Rollout. The global rollout. The rollout. But yeah. um Amazon Prime has more practice making content, right? Sorry, Clint, to use the word content, but it's that, that doesn't more. offend me. <laughs> I'm just joking. But it's literally as as far as Amazon's concerned, that's literally what it is. Yeah, and yeah, but they have they, they have more experience than Apple and some other streaming yeah. services, so they will catch up. And I think they're going to spend what like eight billion dollars. What was it? Eight point four five billion dollars. If they're going to spend that much, then they're going to really take it seriously and and use everything they learned, right? Um, and then so again, I, I think they'll just have a little bit of faith in it. Um, it's. It all depends who they bring on board to, to steer the ship, right? And and to oversee. <laughs> I, I, I know that. Eight point yeah, four five on. billion. On on MGM Studios, okay. that's how much. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. I thought you meant on so new content bond, and in the future. No, but bond, yeah, bond is part of that. Yeah, yeah and, and I know a lot of people saying Jack Ryan and Jack Ryan. Jack Ryan was really good, and I'm a huge Jack Ryan fan, and I thought that series was great. Um, yeah, it was good. It was, but it then like again, a, it was a mini series, but it was yeah. also it could have been a feature film. You know, it could have been like a trilogy, mm. right? The and other was great. Um, Preacher is actually that was an AMC. AMC. Um, uh, 
but uh, I think I think it's on it's Amazon, on Amazon Prime, Prime now. now. Yeah. And the boys was I'm a big boy uh, Garth Ennis fan, and the comic <laughs> is really good. The show season one was all right. Season two is really good. Um, again, yeah. they're learning as they go, and they're getting better, and they're getting better. So. And the t- and the tick is really good, but the tick was actually cancelled. So yeah, you know, that's, yeah. The, tick, the tick was nope. really good, but it wasn't at its full potential. You know, like it no. was good, but yeah. there was some things that you could tell was missing from it. So and poor Ben Edlin, man, like he can't get a break with his 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 character. <laughs> I mean, I suppose. I, I'm just trepidatious about cinemas and the fact that the world's biggest, longest-running movie franchise is now owned by the evil people at Amazon because they are evil. Amazon it, is evil. <laughs> no remorse? D- uh, did you see that? Uh, without remorse. Yeah. Oh, without, without remorse. Without yeah, remorse. They, I, didn't they see should I have thought been... that was terrible. I, I had remorse. So after, after I watched it, I had a lot of remorse. Uh, it was... It was it was it was very meh. That, that movie was, it and was I think so it could have been meh. it could have been good, but it wasn't. And that, uh, that movie literally wins the award for like. Uh, there, there's another show that does, um, and the game is on. <laughs> the uh, and like where where no, the the game is on awards where it's like the end of it is really teeing up a sequel, and the end of that movie is is so like. We're gonna have a sequel. <laughs> like they should have just said that at the end. I was like, "Oh, this is oh uh, no." I I love Michael B. Jordan, but God, he was good. That he film was, was he? Yeah, he was, he was the best good. thing about that film. Yeah, yeah. the movie was, but yeah, he should have just looked at the camera and been, and and just like, "We're gonna have a sequel." I suppose what and uh, DC Talk with Extended says, "What's up, everybody? Hi, welcome What's to up? the show. We're about we're, we're we're about to wrap up, I think, but." I love that. <laughs> and uh, yes, Kazakh says, without remorse, looked like a born wannabe, didn't watch. It really was a born wannabe. It was kind of like, it was even more than a born, it was like a pre-born kind of film, like what born would have probably been doing before the born identity. Cocaine. Uh, Unborn, like not yet conceived, uh, kind of a uh, uh, film. The unborn identity, but born no identity. Uh, that's how the whole thing about that. Speak, uh, speaking Sean of Sean Hagen Michael... says, <laughs> I don't, I can, I never know whether I can talk over that clip. I don't, I don't, I don't either. I was gonna say, speaking of Michael B. Jordan, uh, Jonathan uh, Majors, who is in Lovecraft Country, just got yes. uh, there's is in talks to, to be in Creed 3, from what I understand. That's going to be awesome if he gets into that. That's a, such good casting. He he's gonna he's also going to be Kang in Ant Man. Yeah, that's uh, what so I heard. I pretty uh, yeah, I think uh, James is uh, probably going to be really pumped up about that one. I pro- he probably knows more about Kang the Conqueror than I do. I was but mad I didn't get the memo. Awesome. I was like, where did, I just found out about that today. Yeah, mm-hmm. sub editing and and doing a bunch of research on Kang um, the last couple months. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it'll it'll be fun. But I don't think he's going to start it off as Kang. He's going to start off as um, I think it's Hotep or something. I went all Arnie then. Uh, no, but uh, I would. I mean, I just want to ask you a bunch of questions. And I want to have them answered immediately. Yes. Okay. Go on then. Shut up. up. Shut up. Shut up. 
Uh, are you going to bring up any questions? Are there any questions from the, the commenters? Probably not. Well, one question. Okay. Uh, James, you've got to try a noise with that Robocop clip. There, there must be. Maybe you can add some Arnie uh, Arnie uh, noises over there. <laughs> well, one thing I want to know, right, from you, Clinton, everyone in the in the comments, is who do you think should be the next James Bond? Who do you think Amazon oh, will we choose? Got, we got a bunch actually up there. We've been talking. Yeah. Hmm. I I couldn't tell you, man. <clears throat> um, I'm always down for Tom Hardy. I like Tom Hardy in just about everything. Mm. He's he's cool. Um, back when they were talking about uh, Idris Elba. Uh, being Bond, and some people were like, "No way!" I think he would be good f- for that. Like, uh, yeah, he's awesome. He's a fantastic actor. Um, uh, I've got a pretty open mind on that. Um, but you are correct that it, it has to fit. You know what I mean? Like, you can't just yeah. throw anybody in there. It has to be right. But uh, there's a lot of love for Henry Cavill. There's a lot of love. I think Idris Elba. Unfortunately, I think he's just a bit too old now. Yeah. Uh, and then Amber Heard as Bond is just perfect casting. She'd be great. <laughs> Uh, Finn Finn Rockwell as Bond. I don't know who Finn Rockwell is, uh, but I think Tom Hardy's a good choice. I think at the time there was a time when Michael Fassbender. That, maybe that's mm. Effin Rockwell, like Sam Rockwell. Effin, like Sam Rockwell. Oh, oh God, no, 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 not Sam Rockwell. Uh, uh, Fassbender, dude, awesome. Like, but yeah, I'm, I back yeah, that. The other thing is that Fassbender is a bit too old now to play mm-hmm. to play the role. But uh, the, I think it was the point where he was cast as Magneto, and mm-hmm. he was an X Men First Class. That was that would have been perfect. Like he was so good in that. In the beginning of that film, he was so good. And I see someone saying Dan Ziggs has Killian Murphy as Bond. Now I think Killian Murphy would be a much better villain. Uh, and uh, Justin, not not Justin Hammer. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think Sam Rockwell would be a good Bond. He'd be a good villain. I what's, think uh, there's some actors. What's funny is this conversation has been happening for like ten years. So it's like all the people, yeah. all the people that that were a good idea now are are now too old. So now we have to look at a whole yeah. other generation of actors. The, yeah. The names that keep on cropping up for the next Bond are Sam Hewen, who's in Outlander. And uh, the, I mean, my my mum is all about Sam here, and she loves him. She loves Outlander, and she was desperate for him to be Bond. And the other one is James Norton. So he's 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 another one that a lot of people talk about. Sam Elliott for Bond. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Elliott. Who's Sam Elliott? Sam Elliott is beef. It's what's for dinner. Uh, he's he's in uh, Tombstone. He's, he's in Ro- he's in Roadhouse. Yeah. He's got he's a big Road- white Roadhouse. Oh Cowboy yes. In, uh, big Lebowski. Yes, yeah, yes. Okay, he's really he's, low he's in. Like he's this. he's got that incredible voice, hasn't he? Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, I think I think they'll probably yeah. Justin Bieber would be a great Bond, wouldn't he? <laughs> he's Canadian, <laughs> so I suppose that's all right. Andrew Lincoln again, too old, uh, unfortunately. He would have been good at one point. And he- yes, people have heard about Henry Golding. So Henry Golding's in uh, Snake Eyes is his next movie, and he's been attached, not attached, but he's been in the running. Jared Butler, no, sorry, <laughs> no. Another name. Well, if the world's gonna blow up, Jared Butler would be pretty good for that. Yeah, <laughs> Jared Butler, Tom Holland for Bond. Oh dear. <laughs> no, there you go. Definitely not for definitely the junior not. for the junior Bond. <laughs> yeah, on, only on Amazon Prime. Yeah, Tom Holland's gonna be like sixteen for the rest of his life. <laughs> <laughs>
There are some. There, there are some good actors that. Are, uh, what's the name of uh, Reggae Jean Page is another one, who the guy in um, in uh, Bridgerton that a lot of people seem to love that um, they want him to play Bond. Honestly, I I'm all behind Tom Hardy. I, I would just love to see Tom Hardy be Bond, and I'd love for Christopher Nolan then to direct that movie. And we're, we're he. It's like fuck it. Yeah, he actually said he. Wow. What can I say? Henry Cavill. I never. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I I would love to see Henry Cavill as Bond. Uh, if you've seen um the Man from Uncle, he is literally playing like an American version of Bond in that movie. He's great in that film. But honestly, I think we're gonna. I think it's gonna be like a complete unknown that we get in the end cast as Bond. And it's, it's going to be so, like, honestly, who knew Dan? I mean, I knew Daniel Craig before he was cast as Bond, but who really knew Daniel Craig before he was cast as Bond? That I think the most famous person to be cast as Bond was was probably Piers Brosnan at the time. He was quite well known. What but about like apart Ki- from that, most- Killian Murphy or what's that guy's name from Peaky Blinders? Yeah, Killian. Yeah, Killian Murphy is an interesting one, but I think Killian Murphy has more of a kind of villain face about him, mm-hmm. uh, and I think he'd be good, a very, very good villain. But that's probably just because he played Scarecrow. So that's probably why I'm thinking he'd be a good villain. But I think he's a very good... Jenny Dor- Jamie Dornham is another one that a lot of people talk about. The problem with Jamie Dornham is he can't do an English accent. So he's an Irish guy, and he, he just really can't do an English accent. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, he's the Fifty Shades of, Ga- <laughs> of Grey. I was going to say something. <laughs> he almost lost the R uh, in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, was I there I, <laughs> it's an interesting conversation but we're not going to know until after no time to die is eventually released uh there was a rumor going around that tom hardy had been cast as bond but that was not true uh he hasn't they ha- i don't think they've even been thinking about who's going to be playing the next bond but probably are now now that amazon owns the company the the franchise they're probably thinking very hard about it and who's going to be playing bond jr as well probably tom holland Whoa. Dude, Keanu is uh, is Bond, huh? Yeah, but just get him to do that British <laughs> accent again. <laughs> right. Uh... Flash! Ah! Savior of the universe! And on that note, I think what we're going to do is going to wrap it up here because that's everything. That's all the news. Did- did we talk about throw the bomb out? <laughs> oh, what boy. didn't we talk about? Did we talk about uh, Samantha Wynn talking about uh, the two, uh, the uh, Army of the Dead, and, uh, and? Oh no, we didn't. We didn't. We can. Oh, you wanted no, to real fast. Was I that enough? Go on, real fast. You, real fast. Real fast. I'll summarize. We we noticed an article that talked about Samantha Wynn, Canadian actress who is in Army of the Dead, also played an Amazon warrior in Justice League, named uh, Yubuya. Mm. I can't even pronounce that. But uh, anyway, she uh, she talked about her experiences on this on both sets, and basically said that in the uh, the Warner Brothers set, it was more tense, less creative environment. Felt like someone was looking over their shoulder. Zach just didn't have the room to breathe. Where on the uh, Amazon side of things, or the Netflix side of things, um, he was able to just be more creative and do pretty much what he wanted. So it was a little bit of drama regarding uh, maybe Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder. So that's, uh, in a nutshell, what the thing was about. 
What are your yeah, thoughts was, on that, Edward? What did, what did you think about the article? <laughs> oh, it's nice being the guest. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> I, to be honest, it was kind of like, oh, no, it was a bit of a no-brainer. It's like you read it, and you're like, oh, yeah, I can kind of imagine that it would have been like that because, there. I mean, you hear everything that uh, Ray Fisher said about working on the set of Justice League, and it sounded like it was a pretty difficult uh, set, a pretty difficult shoot. And it sounds, I mean, talking, listening to Zack Snyder talk about Army of the Dead, it was a very small crew. They kind of were given, they were kind of given free reign to do whatever they wanted. And um, it sounded like it was a much more kind of productive environment, a much more creative environment. Uh, I wouldn't say, I'd say that I still think Justice League, Zack Snyder's Justice League is a much better film than Army of the Dead. But I'm glad that he they had such a good experience working on that film because I'm pretty sure they're going to be working on a second one. Although I don't think that actress will not be involved <laughs> in the in the second movie, unfortunately. On the uh, given on, what happened to her on the Army of the Dead. Yeah, she 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 won't be uh, involved in. Oh yeah, given what she, happened to her character. Alert, in yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it could it could now because uh, uh, spoiler alert. Uh, there, there was mentions of a time loop. Remember that? Oh God! And yes, who knows? Yes. Who knows what they're going to do with that time loop? That's the whole. That's the whole beauty of that movie, where people are just like, eh, "It was okay. A lot of shooting, blah blah." Yeah, but there was some interesting things. The 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 UFOs, uh, the time loop theme, uh, completely has infinite possibilities. So you could make a whole side mm. story or sequel or prequel. Um, it could, it could turn into a, I forgot what the something of tomorrow with, with, uh, with, uh, Tom Cruise Le, edge uh, of tomorrow, edge of Live tomorrow. Dorothy. Yeah. It could yeah, turn into that kind of a situation. I mean, yeah. there's a million things they could do with this, this whole thing. So maybe we will see her. Who knows? Maybe we'll just see the animated version of her kicking ass. I would like them to do, yes. do a spin-off of her because she is like she was the baddest one of the whole crew. Oh, that was that was so her scene is so cool. I so cool. That was the, the, it was the coolest scene. It's just a bit a bit of a shame really that that it had to go the way it did. But uh, yeah, that, you're right. And there was also uh, robot zombies in the movie. If you didn't spot that when you watched it first time round, uh, I did watch it a second time, and I was like, "Oh yeah, they're they're there." <laughs> you do Those see them robots. quite a lot, actually. They're quite yeah, there are quite a lot of them as well. Is that's the, and then Zach's like, "Yeah, I just thought it'd be cool." So, all right, Zach. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, Warner Brothers, whatever you want. <laughs> I wanted to put some Warner Bro- some uh, some uh, robot zombies in in Justice League. They didn't let me do it, so I came over to Amazon. Or damn it to Netflix, <laughs> Netflix, Netflix. Uh, yeah, well, that, that I think that's a good that's a good place to end the show. Uh, where where can people find you? Where <laughs> As, <laughs> uh, they can find me right there at uh, youtubecom oh Clint Baker channel. And if you want to hit me up on Twitter or follow me on Twitter, it's the OG Clint Baker. So yes, glad to be here as always, man. I love hanging out with you guys. Uh, we love having out with you too, Clinton. You're so prepared. You're uber prepared. And James, come on and tell us where they, people can find you before we, we say goodbye. What's he doing? You're going to find oh, me doing. at uh, 42.com and Small Screen Co. and on YouTube. James does. You don't find James. James finds you. That's that's. I'm going to end the show every time I say that. And you can, of course, go to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Co. And you can follow us everywhere at Small Screen Co. You can follow me at EJ Lauder. You can go to the website, which is a small-screen.co.uk. You can uh, do whatever you want, really. And uh, Roberto Bobby Anderson, Dan Zig, 1979, The Sax Garden, Sean Hadigan. They are our very, very um, incredible Patreons. Thank you so much, guys. And uh, thank you to Robocop. 
<laughs> and uh, and I think what we'll do is we'll end the show here. I'd buy that for a dollar. 